Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Brian Ainsberg Podcast, Christian Living in a Complicated World. I'm your host, Brian Ainsberg, lead pastor of Alliance Bible Church, located in beautiful southeast Wisconsin. Um, boy, a complicated world it is. Uh, in some ways, I hesitate to add yet another voice to the cacophony of voices commenting on the tragic events that unfolded in Israel and really are an ongoing uh, tragedy. Um, I dislike being pressured to comment on every societal-wide or worldwide event, and the fact of the matter is we don't need to weigh in on every tragedy. Uh, however, with Israel's involvement and kind of the unique place of Israel holds a special place in many Christians' hearts. It's worth just a few words, but as the title suggests, this podcast will be brief. So I want to offer five brief reflections um, just to stir your thoughts a little bit here. First, we use the Bible to direct our moral compass. We, we don't trust our instincts. We don't trust our experience. We don't trust our faculties of reasoning. We use the Bible to tell us what's right and what's wrong. And what happened in Israel on October 7th is wrong, full stop. Uh, it was vile. It was heinous, sinful. Concert goers weren't military personnel. The babies weren't military personnel. The grandmothers weren't military personnel. The uh, intentional, deliberate, pre-planned slaughter of these Israelis was barbaric and evil. And, you know, somehow uh, characterizing murder, rape, and kidnapping as resistance, quote unquote, resistance is indefensible. Uh, Hamas's acts were evil, period. Second, debates over pacifism versus just war theory are complicated and nuanced. Um, massive anthologies have been written on the topic. I, I'm not going to go into that now. I've read enough of them to know that good arguments, very good arguments, can be made for both positions, for both the pacifist position and the just war theory position. For my listeners, um, I would just uh, encourage uh, you to have respect for what another has decided ought to be shown uh, respect for them without contempt for the position they hold to or the decision they've made on this, particularly respect for those most impacted by these events and their response to it. Uh, this includes respect for what a nation decides. If a nation decides to go the way of applying just war theory and all that entails to their situation, uh, one can't claim the moral high ground by asserting pacifism is the superior position. Uh, that ground can't be claimed objectively, much less 
subjectively when October 7th is a reality for you. Third, the history involving Israel and Palestine isn't easy to follow. There is a complexity to it that very few understand, much less are qualified to teach on. So before casting stones in one direction or another, it would be worth it to take a dozen hours to acquaint oneself with the history. Uh, Because if you don't, naivety ends up creating foolishness. And one example of such foolishness is to whitewash one or the other side of the conflict. Now, when I say that, I not, it does not mean that I think the conflict is 50-50 on the blame game scoreboard. Far from it. Far from it. Hamas will never provide good leadership for the Palestinian people. But that doesn't mean Israel has always conducted itself in a praiseworthy manner. The history here is not clean and it's not tidy. Fourth, be careful about applying scriptures that talk about Israel to the modern day nation state of Israel. When the Bible talks about Israel, it is talking about descendants of Jacob, Abraham's grandson. Uh, It's a very specific and narrow definition. Not every Israeli is an Israelite. That is, not every 21st century citizen of Israel is a descendant of Jacob. So just because the Bible says this or that about Israel's future doesn't mean all of those passages are talking about the modern nation state of Israel. In the Bible, Israel is a group of people who are descendants of Jacob. Are there some of those in the modern nation state of Israel? Probably. I have no idea how many Israelis are actually Israelites. And as a related aside, remember in all of this that the church, the global body of believers in Christ, is the new people of God. We certainly pray for revival among ethnic Jews, as we do other people groups. But because of Christ, remember, the church is God's treasured possession, not the modern nation state of Israel. Fifth, while praying for the people of Israel is a good thing to do, and and as a quick aside, remember the most important thing we can be praying for them is to turn to Jesus as Messiah. Uh, Just because they are Jewish in the modern sense of the word doesn't mean they are exempt from God's judgment for refusing to bow the knee to Jesus. Um, So yes, we need to pray for the people of Israel um, and, and all that they have faced is pray, especially for revival among this people group. But we can't allow those tragedies to overshadow the atrocities our brothers and sisters in Christ face around the world. Uh, news hit the headlines again this last week. The Sudan continues to be a volatile place for Christians to live. They are constantly harassed, imprisoned, tortured, and sadly killed for their faith. You can throw Algeria and Libya and a dozen other countries into that mix as well. Uh, What happened in Israel is awful, and um, we want to jump into some sort of action because of it, but you got to think about why that is. The reason for that is we've seen images. We've seen the video. We've heard the audio of what transpired 
when a Christian family in Algeria is targeted and killed, we don't jump into action because our access to that sort of thing is limited. But it is happening. What happened to Israelis on October 7th is happening all the time to Christians in various parts of the world. We just don't have the kind of access to what's transpiring in all these different places like we've had access to what took place in Israel. And as a quick aside, if you're not a subscriber to Voice of the Martyrs, please become one. They're one of the few um, outfits out there that are trying to bring attention to what is happening to Christians around the world. So yes, we want to pray for Israel. Absolutely. Pray they would be comforted in their time of suffering and grief, but pray also that they would come to Christ. But let's not allow that to overshadow or allow us to forget the plight of Christians all over the world who have faced and continue to face evils similar to that perpetrated against Israel on October 7th. I promised it would be brief. That's it. Five reflections for your consideration as we think about what has happened and is continuing to happen with Israel. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.